Welcome back to Bold and Beautiful Movie Tongues, the podcast where we talk about movies in neither a bold nor beautiful fashion. Mr. Andrew, will you please bless us with the title of the film that we are reviewing today? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. David Spider-Man. Now that was a real toy. There's a toy called, like, a knockoff toy called Spider-Man. Wow. That's I found that sad. in high school. Because they were doing a toy drive and they said, we don't want Spider-Man. We want Spider-Man. What? <laughs> so, no way. They so, said in a toy drive? Yeah. So uh, They refused toys at a toy drive. It's a private school. Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home, 2019, with Tom young Tom Holland. Well-loved. and Loved by most. Hated by some. Which includes Jeremy. Which includes kind of me, yeah. Alright, take us into the uh, intro music, Andrew. You know what to do. Let's roll that intro music. <laughs> I love the that. That really spiced it up, didn't it? Give me a sound effect. Dun, 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 dun. Alright, so real quick synopsis. Here we go. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. That's pretty much it, dude. So it's post. It's post Endgame. It's post Endgame. Post. post uh, if you haven't seen it already, well, oh well. Post uh, Iron Man being dead. <laughs> dead is a doornail. Right. And uh, so Spider-Man is trying to <laughs> fill. Tony's shoes, and he's getting really anxious and very scared. All right. You know. I agree. Real quick. Do you like it? Oh, did I like it? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I liked it. I liked it better than Homecoming. Mm -hmm. Homecoming was okay, and then I watched it again, and it was a little bit okay, and then I watched the third time, and I fell asleep, but it also might be because I was tired, but... (laughs) think it was if it was more entertaining would have kept me up um yeah well, I, I thought it was okay um i didn't really have high or low expectations going in maybe lower but because i don't i think i i think tom holland's a pretty good spider-man but it's not like oh my god tom holland you know <laughs> you know i'm not a younger female girl Screaming for Tom Holland. Right. So. Or guy. Sure. So, how did you like it? Uh, it sucked. Goodness. Oh, here goes, it here was. Here comes Jeremy's uh, either so I hate it or I love it. bad. There's it no was, middle for you. So, it was probably like a two. Worse than it, Homecoming? It, way worse. Well, I thought Homecoming was terrible. I think Homecoming is like a three. This one's like a two. But they're in Venice. That's Jeremy. nice. I, I did like the fact that it wasn't like they weren't in New Jersey. Was originally mm-hmm. they were in Venice, and I thought it maybe oh I want to travel because I I've heard I heard that you guys have traveled yeah Europe a little bit when you were younger. Um, that was cool. I thought that was really nice. It didn't but, do anything for me, man. I love New York way too much to like to to never feel like oh, I'm done. You said you give it a three. I give this one a two. You gave Avengers Endgame a three. Did I? I believe it was a three. This has to be a one then. Goodness. This is a one. I believe he gave it a three because I always tell people he gave it a three. And and someone, and Steven goes, 
That's dramatic. <laughs> He's being dramatic. <laughs> well, Steven, listen to the podcast. You'll under you'll understand why. He's gonna tell me stop talking about me on the podcast. <laughs> in in more so. words. I hope whatever. so. There's a lot of Stevens <laughs> in this world, so I'm pretty sure it's not gonna find you. His phone number is <laughs> yeah. Hit him up. Okay, un- <laughs> understand that I when I saw the trailer of this movie, like you can ask my wife. Like she will, like my reaction. You're married? Yes. <laughs> we covered this two podcasts ago. Um, I'm just not paying attention. Like I usually don't. <laughs> like my reaction, like I knew my reaction was crazy because here's the thing: I think Tom Holland is like the worst thing that has happened to the Marvel universe. Okay. I think Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> is the best worst thing, thing that ever happened in the cinematic, the Marvel universe. The Marvel universe. And it's funny that he's starting off the Phase 4, I believe. There you go. It starts the Phase 4. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is the best thing that has happened to cinema in general. So when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, here comes Trash Holland. And then, like, I see Jake Gyllenhaal. I was like, no freaking way. I was so pissed. Because, great, I have another movie I get to hate on. And then I see my favorite actor of all time. I thought you were excited that he was in. I was excited because I've been saying for a while, when the heck is Jake going to be in the Marvel Universe? They bring him in in a Spider-Man movie of a Spider-Man who's terrible? My goodness. He was a lot better in this one. I mean, like, he was a lot stronger. How was he better? He was complaining the whole time. I don't want to be an Avenger. I want to be a normal kid. Then be a normal kid. Then stop wanting to be him. What's up with wanting both? Jeremy. with great, great power comes great decision. And he, yeah, it was a ter- it yeah. <laughs> responsibility, and it was terrible That's responsibility. Wrong. Tony Stark was like, "Hey, man, I trust you." So and he was like, uh, "I'm gonna tell Zendaya that I like her." It's like, no, you choose to. He's save like, "All right, the bro, world. the world's ending, and you want to go live a regular life." I'm okay with that. That makes sense. Then he should have done that's, it. That's been the that's been the turmoil with Spider Man for from uh what's Toby Maguire to Andrew Garfield, all of like Spider-Man in general wants to live a normal life with mm-hmm. MJ and he can't. Yeah. But in, in the original spider or the first three Spider-Mans with Toby Maguire, he did live a life with her. And I don't think it was perfect. I think right. they like, divorced or something. I don't know. Oh, in Spider-Verse. Yeah. I don't remember what, yeah, no, could, no, yeah. not Spider-Verse in Spider-Man one, two, and three. No, they don't get divorced. They don't get married. They do get married. Well, he gets married after the second one. Third yeah, one, they're together the whole time. I recorded almost all of them, but I okay. watch it. Well, that's the truth. Um, you hated it because of why? Okay, so first of all, <laughs> where do I start? Where do I let's start? Just, let's just say this. Let's just talk about the title. Spider-Man: Far Away from Home. Does it? We'll, we'll get back to why. It's too he likes stupid, Matt. of course. So I would give it. Let's, let's do this. I would give it like a. Um, I'll give it like a six point five, maybe a seven ish. You like a would. <laughs> I you know, I, I don't like to get rough grades unless it's Triple Frontier, Netflix. Watch. We're never gonna. Um, yeah, I, I give it like a. I thought it originally a six, but six point five. They you give saw it twice. A, they give it a. You saw uh, once. Uh, I just saw. I'm not gonna see it twice. See, I'm not. No. Exactly. It sounds. Sounds. It's not good enough. Sounds to see like twice. someone thinks it's a four. <laughs> someone thinks it a four, but trying to please the audience right. and make it a six. Trying to be devil's advocate. You're, you're devil's advocate. the one that's always like you always love it or hate it. Yeah. There's no middle for you. No middle. Ground. There's. It's rare. With me, it's like, oh, well, you know, I kind of like it. Okay, I'll give it a six. 
I'll give it a six. Well, here's why. Because if, like, if I'm going to see a movie in theaters in, like, a great setting with friends and, like, like comfortable seats and like a great setting. Like uh-huh. it's either going to be worth my money or not worth my money. Well, it's different. Cause I have a list. So <laughs> nice. you can see a list. You can see three movies a week. Which brings Dolby, us to our first sponsor. IMAX, <laughs> 3d, anyone and a renewed Friday morning. Really? Friday morning. Get it. And we'll go watch movies together. Are you ready to watch movies together? Are you talking, no, you're talking about I'm telling them. Oh, okay. Because Jeremy just... <laughs> uh, but, no, we make it work, you know. We're but here. I, I really think it's worth it, but... Yeah. I'm all about it. But I would, What I'm just saying is I, I'm seeing movies more frequently, so the whole fact of me choosing a movie to go see in the theaters and actually spending my money is different because I'm spending money each month to watch three movies a week. Right. Whereas, but I get, I get what you mean is, is if you go, you want it to... You only went for Jake. Oh, for sure. That's well, okay, well, to be honest... We'll get into Jake later when we talk about the actors. To be honest, in between Homecoming, Endgame, and now, I was starting to warm up to Tom Holland. Because I love seeing as many interviews of Jake Gyllenhaal as possible with this new film. I was dying to hear about him talking about his part in the movie. Eric, he you're a night crawling on him, huh? And yeah, and he couldn't keep out from talking about how cool he thinks Tom Holland is. So I was like, okay, Jake Gyllenhaal says he's a cool guy. Let me take it under consideration, right? Because Jake was And I was like... <laughs> you're giving it a one? I'm giving it a one. If I gave Endgame a three, three? this has to be a one. Wow. If, if Jake so Gyllenhaal like, wasn't in it, it would be negative. It would be a negative yeah, three? Yeah, you're lucky it's in that. It's above water. That doesn't count. It's, it's treading It'll water. Negatives. You know? Well, then it'd be zero. It's a great film. Go watch with your family. Right. Uh, let's end the podcast. <laughs> no, it's not a group. It's okay. Um, I wouldn't see again. See it again. I gave it a six. You said you'll give it a one. Yeah. It's the first one you've done. We've Is done it? maybe a little bit over ten podcasts. How about Triple Frontier? Was that more than a one? I don't remember exactly. It was low, low, but I don't think it was a movie. one. It yeah. might have been a one. This one is just horrible. So he's far from home, which makes sense because he's in Venice. It's too obvious. It's too uh, dumb. But he's also far from, if I'm getting like more into like a technical or... Sure, go for it. He's far Try from what he's used simple. to. He's he's not... He's he's trying to be neighborhood Spider-Man. Right. Well, he's Actually, not even... He didn't want to be neighborhood Spider-Man. He's done. Now he's neighbor, neighborhood Spider-Man Iron Man because he has a suit. That he doesn't take the good suit with him. Yeah, because he's because <laughs> he's lame. No, because he's he's just like yeah. I don't I don't feel like saving the world anymore. I'm just gonna he wants to live a here. life. That's the whole thing behind he Spider-Man. Have, he shouldn't have been Spider-Man. So you don't in the like Spider-Man. Place. Spider-Man's not your favorite. Here's the cake. Here's a critical. I love the first two um, series. Whatever. You like Amazing Spider-Man. I love that one. And but, you like and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Spider-Man one two three. Yeah. When everybody doesn't like Tobey Maguire. Yeah. But the reason of why course. I don't like when Tom Holland wants to live a normal life is because he has seen the events of Endgame. He realizes, like, the universe and the risk of evil is so insanely and he's high. he's ignoring it. We need to have heroes. Whereas they were like, hey, there's one bad guy in here. They never go to other countries and, like, you know, and, like, solve things there. Like, there's a, cool, my neighborhood's crazy, and I'm going to 
this crazy I, monster. The, I'm saying the title makes sense. You're, no, no, I you get don't it. like it. No, it's just a little too. Uh, oh, you know what? It, hmm. Okay, but, but do you, do you understand, Mike? Do you understand the distinction to to Tom Holland wanting to give up Spider-Man for a regular life compared to the other two? Because he has so much more to Tom Holland has so much more to risk now because he sees how critical he's needed. Right, where you're saying the other ones wasn't as wasn't yeah, as needed. It was like Tobey Maguire was like, "Oh, look at that guy getting mugged. Oh well, I'm gonna go to my class." Whereas this one's like, "Hey, the world's ending. Yeah, okay, I'm it. just gonna go to like, high field." More of a sense of urgency. Exactly, especially since Iron Man's not even around anymore. Because Iron Man was like the main guy. Rest in peace, Tony Stark. Okay, but that's why, as you said perfectly, there's more of an urgency. What I'm saying is the title makes sense because he's I get far it. I from just... home because they're in Italy. I, I understand. What you, I know what you're saying. Okay. I, you hate Tom <laughs> Holland. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm saying he's far from home, but he's also far from what he's used to right. when it comes to trying to be the new Iron Man. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And he's not going to be Iron Man because right. he's not. Yeah. And then John Favreau or Happy says that to him, you're not yeah. gonna be Spider Man. Right. So the title makes sense. You you don't like the movie because he doesn't want to be Spider Man. Yeah, the whole movie is trying to persuade Spider Man to be Spider Man. And it's like, dude, just be Spider Man. Like, just do it. You get to work with like Nick Fury, you have the coolest technology. You go to space, like, you save the world and save the galaxy. Like, dude, just do that, man. I can't see how after, like, seeing Thanos, trying to fight Thanos, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go chill with MJ, you know, and, like, hang up my spider. Like, he gave his technology that Tony was, that Tony gave him, or for him, whatever, he gave that to Jake Gyllenhaal, and I was like, dude, you're just literally trying to get out of this. Like, after Thanos, you're like, I can get how you can be scared. But he was like, I'm not scared. I'm just, nah, I just want to be a normal kid. <laughs> like, dude, how can you be a normal kid after fighting Thanos? What is normal? I think they're like, yeah, you can go do your thing. And then they, he leaves, and then, like, hijacked his Yeah. Kid. So, like, he has to go where they want right. to go. Right, which is, like, for sure, of course. Which is very Nick Fury of him. Yeah. Nick Fury? Oh. Yeah. All right. Talk about actors. All right. We got Tom Holland as Peter Parker. The Mr. Love Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. Most people, I'm pretty sure most people like him. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you almost all. Yeah. Uh, he was in nothing. I'm just kidding. No, he was in something called The Impossible. It's a story of a tourist family in Thailand that's caught in destruction and chaos with uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, the, my God. Wait, he's the little kid or something in there. Nicole kid, never mind. I think it's something else. Yeah, he was in that. So he was in nothing. Well, well I guess he, it's he a, first came in into it. the picture in 2016 with the Civil War. And right, he's been in in every, and he was in Infinity War. Then he was in Endgame. Homecoming oh, and end, Endgame. Yeah. Um. Then we have uh, Zendaya, which is his. Uh, the woman that he's trying to pursue in this film is Bay. Mm -hmm. She was in Greatest Showman. I liked her music growing up. She was on well, Disney. You said one of her songs. She's yeah. on Disney. She was, she started in Disney Channel. Her and Bella Thorne. She was on KC Undercover. I don't know Disney. Yeah, Check It Up was like her main thing. 
Shake It Up? Yeah. What is that? A it's video? a dance show. Her and Bella Thorne were... Did they start in that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so and then she was in Spider-Man Homecoming. She has a scene. She's, she's, she's pretty good in uh, Greatest Showman. Scene in what? Yeah. Um, let me see. I don't know. Forgot. Doesn't matter. The movie sucks. <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Samuel L. Nick Fury. Fury. Snakes on Plane. Eight foot. Eight, the Hateful Eight. Pulp you Fiction. know him. Yeah, you know him. He's in. Oh yeah. Um, Let's I'll leave this. I'll leave your favorite favorite for last. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. That is in. Uh, you just said you're leaving for last. Yeah, I'm not going to now. He's in Nightcrawler. Donnie Darko. Prisoners. Prisoners. Really good movie. Uh, Southpaw. Southpaw, okay. What Broke else, back, man. What else? What's like my favorite Jake Gyllenhaal? I don't know. Southpaw is amazing, dude. Rio. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he was in Rio. October Sky. Oh, October Sky made me cry. Goodness, we need to. You rapping now? That one. Huh? huh? October Sky made you cry. Yeah, I can. Had um, the Aunt May. So uh, Jake Gyllenhaal plays Mysterio. Yeah. Which in this in this in the film, there's these elementals that are coming to destroy the Earth, right. and he they destroyed his planet, and he's a superhero that's working with Spider Man to help destroy them. Right. But then Spider Man wants to go with Zendaya, MJ, and tell her how he feels instead of take on a responsibility of helping them save the world. And they're like, yeah, cool. But then they hijack his trip so that they that he's able he has to go help them anyways. Right. So Aunt May is Marissa Tomei. She was in Crazy Stupid Love, Big Short, The Wrestler, My Cousin Vinny. Uh, she was in Endgame and all the other uh, Civil War as right. May Parker. Wild Hogs. <laughs> okay. John Favreau, which he's happy. Yep. Plays happy and uh, was Iron Man's bodyguard, but right. Iron Man does not need him anymore. He's dead. He's just unemployed. He's unemployed. So Spider Man has a position opening and he takes it. Right. Uh, he was in Chef, which he was a producer of. He was actually the producer of Endgame and Iron Man. And he also worked on Iron Man 2. Um, so he's really involved, like he's- you're saying, in the, in the whole. Marvel universe. You know? Yeah, he's dabbling. His fingers definitely and in I it. I think he's pretty funny too. I think he puts like a really comedic. Yeah, I like him. Feel to the movies. Yeah, I think he's a good yeah, comedic actor. Um, yeah, just a quick, some quick side ones. There's a uh, Kobe Smothers is uh, Robin from High Metro. Yeah, she plays Ancient Maria Hill, so she's Robin. Yeah, she's in. She's been in these ones for a while, and then you have JB Smooth uh, Smooth in this one. Oh, he was so he's flat funny. in this movie. Yeah. Oh, his. I thought he was so flat. I think he's funny, but yeah, he's, he's, Mr. Deeds, Date Night, Hall Pass. He's also his main thing that I've seen him is Curb, yeah. you, curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh right, yeah. he's funny in that he's movie. He's very funny in that movie. Yeah, but but, but he's also saying, he's also like a comedian. Yeah, yeah. He's but like this movie was terrible. And then there's Martin Starr, which is the professor. Is the, the professor what? He's the teacher. Yeah. That's like he's like. I'm glad we didn't lose a student. Yeah. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the teacher that doesn't have it all together. Right. All together. He was in a Silicon Valley or is in Silicon Valley and he was in Freaks and Geeks. Okay. 
That was uh, I remember seeing his face before. Judd Apatow's show with Seth Rogen and Jason like, Siegel and like Judd Apatow. Uh, James Franco yeah, from uh, everything. 1999. So yeah, that's that's the main cast there. I think it's a pretty good cast. Um, it, it looks promising, but it's like. But it's not. Yeah. But it's just horrible. It's like one of those things when you have a great cast and it's like, wow. You're expecting them not to be amazing, and then it's like that yeah, it sucks, you know. Toward those things. All right. Uh, you, you expect what them to what? Just to do something. I mean, if you have a big cast, you're like awesome. You expect them to do their job and have a great movie, but it's like just because you have a bunch of awesome people, it's like doesn't mean it's gonna be great. All right, best scene. So I, I actually wrote this <coughs> previously. Excuse me. Zoom type. Thank you. God bless you. I figured. Yeah. I don't know how to say it other in other in other ways. Well, I don't speak other. How do you say it in Spanish? Salute. There no. you go. Yeah. 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 Anyways, quick uh, lesson there. <laughs> My favorite part was when he was designing the suit in Iron Man's jet. Right. The new Spider-Man suit. And Happy was like. And mm-hmm. Happy was like looking at him like, "What's up, boss?" Right. Because he kind of kind of like. Reminds him of working for Tony, working for Tony, and he kind of like him designing how smart. Because I always forget how smart Spider Man is supposed to be. Like, well, they didn't really cover that in Tom Holland Spider Man. He's they they really didn't, but they in in this movie they really show that he is smart because he understands like the quantum realm and right. he was actually trying to he was actually trying to you know remember you know that. But Jake, he was trying to figure out what Jake was telling him about right. the people and stuff. And he was like, what? Oh, yeah. And then no one understood. And that's why it didn't. So, so I, he was kind of catching on at that point. Because he was like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. As in, he was talking about the quantum realm and different stuff. Yes. And then Jake was like, never apologize for being the smartest man in the room. Right. And it's because no one else understands what he's trying to like tell them right and jake doesn't really answer him either because everybody else looks at him like what are you talking about <laughs> so yeah my favorite scenes when he does the suit and he's talking to happy and he's like i can't be iron man like and then john favreau or slash happy says you're spider-man you're peter parker you're not iron man and you'll never be iron man right so that i really should have just stopped there the movie there <laughs> no the movie. john favreau did the speech you never be Iron Man. Yeah, but today get out of this jet. <laughs> you can walk. Did home. you did you have a favorite scene, Jeremy? Uh, probably when um, Tom Holland handed over the the what's her name Judith, um, Edith Edith to uh, Jake Gyllenhaal because so that was the icing on the cake. What's Edith? It's Edith the, is the technology that Tony Stark left. The for, super cool, ascent, uh, super cool yeah, glasses takes that he form in the. Yeah. And uh, Tom Holland's like, hey, I don't want to be do this. Here you go, Jake. I loved it because it was the icing on the cake as to why he makes the worst Spider-Man ever. And it was like, can you imagine if Jake Gyllenhaal would be the new Spider-Man? I would love that. So that scene was all about potential. If Jake would be the new Spider-Man? Sorry, new Iron Man. I think I said Iron Man. Yeah, he's got the beard. He's set. Dude, like, when they said that, I was like, oh my gosh. He can do it. Just don't be evil. And then he was... Once he... Well, I knew going into it, 
I actually I knew going into it that he was a villain. He was a villain because right. I looked comics. up because I looked up Mysterio. Yeah, in the and comics, it, and explained villain. it, but it didn't tell me that he was a fraud. Frog. Fraud. <laughs> Ribbit. No, it didn't tell me that he was a fraud. Like he wasn't like a like he wasn't. He I did it. Told, said he was a villain. He was a straight up villain. But it didn't say. But the trailer made it seem like he was a superhero. Right. Which I didn't understand, and they made him look super cool too. Uh, Little did they know. I don't know. Oh, he looked cool to me. He looked cool without the helmet. <laughs> okay. Well. So, did you have a favorite scene? That was the scene. what was it? I didn't. It was, was when he gives the glasses. Oh, the glasses. Attention. Yeah. Okay. Because now I can rip on Tom Holland as Spider-Man forever, and to to be able to give a scene where like, hey, imagine if Jake Gyllenhaal is the future of the MCU. I would love that. So I got really excited for that scene. So you're, like, you're laughing at the stupidity of Tom Holland giving the glasses. Yes. Jake and living that fantasy of imagine if Jake Gyllenhaal takes over the Marvel universe. Well, probably not going to happen. Probably. <laughs> but, yeah. So uh, the director is John Watts. He did Spider-Man Homecoming and poor guy. Poor guy. He had to work with Tom Holland all this time. That was okay. Uh, Cop Car with Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Um, but other than that, I don't really see Wow. Much. So, he had a huge breakout movie. That's crazy. I guess. They had low standards, huh? I don't know. There you go. I mean, I, I don't know what the process is between picking a director. It might be through relationships or certain style. They see how it is. But Who knows, you man? You feel like he told the story well, Jeremy. Uh, obviously not. No, the momentum was horrible. They spent like in two minutes. They were like, "Hey, Jeremy, movies aren't going to be like Bing, Bam, Bam." That's what done. it was. But that's what you said about Endgame. It took too long. Yeah, and this one was way too fast. They were trying to make Tom Holland seem like they were bet, like he was best friends with Jake Gyllenhaal. In like twenty minutes, he's like, friend. "I'm so cool, I'm so glad to have you around here." And Jake Jones like, "Hey, I like this kid randomly." And he's like, "We're close." Go get a beer, kid. Yeah, yeah. It was like, my <laughs> goodness, you guys have had five minutes together. Total. But I'm not old enough, so I'm gonna drink juice and then make it sound like the Slurpee sound. Right. It was just like, dude, like you guys have known each other for two minutes. How are you guys so close? And then he's like, "Oh, enemies." And then there were like super enemies. So dang quickly, like, well, the momentum was just horrible. And then, like, the romance in the middle of it, it made sense for the story that they were trying to tell. I just wish they were telling a different story. You mean the romance with him and MJ? Yeah. Like and, they the had, and they had the, the dumb kid who was trying to... Ned? Whatever his name is, was trying to get her and was like, you're having a competition? Like, Why is he dumb, Jeremy? Because it's just like, it's just this... Guy like, oh, I'm going to tell MJ because we're competing for the girl and I'm going to show her a picture. And it's just like, dude. Oh, that Asian dude. Yeah. I didn't get the whole blip thing. Did you understand the whole blip thing? Where, like, he blip and he aged in the blip and then came back? Wasn't that... Um. So... No, he didn't blip. And he aged. Oh, so and that... everybody else did. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. So he was older. But yeah. What else do you want to tank on this movie? 
I didn't tank it, Jeremy. I'm saying like, I what gave else? it a six point five, six to seven. All so. right. Well, okay. Well, the music was pretty trash. The, well, the Marvel Universe just has a tendency to just have well, crap music. The composer Michael Giacchino. Yeah, who he's great. He's done bunch of Disney movies, bunch of stuff. It's Inside like, Out, Ratatouille, War of Planet of the Apes, Star Trek. Boom. So like, great composer, sure, but like. For some reason, they just have this habit of like, hey, you're going to do a Marvel film? Let's make it dumb. Let's make it overly well, cheesy and heroic. Like, you don't need – I don't think you need like super good music it's for Marvel. It's cheesy heroic music. Like, you don't, you don't want to hear – like it's – I know you like this theme music. Take Batman. Batman has themes and it's a, and it's a superhero movie, right? Dun, dun. Well, so I don't remember so the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, so that's right. I have to rewatch that. Well, let's watch that series and we'll do a podcast on that series. Okay. That'd be great. Trilogy? I'm not trilogy. I think I have the first one. Is it three? After Dark Knight was Dark Knight Rise? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter. He's not a real superhero. So. I don't know. He's a superhero <laughs> and he's super, so. Okay, so. um... Yeah, I mean, music-wise, like, it was just cheesy. It wasn't very effective. It was just like, hey, let's just make some filler music in here. No themes, nothing. Like, it's almost as, it was almost as bad as the Avengers theme itself. So are you saying, which, have you, okay, so have, have has there been any Marvel movies where you liked their music? Um, Thor Dark World was great. They had a great theme during this chaotic moment. It was like, duh. It was melodic and it was great. It was like epic and it was thematic and it was simple, but it was orchestrated beautifully. It was like, dude, like literally the second, like l- watching that scene in Thor 2, I was like, I Wait, have to. Ragnarok's the third one. Yeah. So you're talking about Dark, Dark World? Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, when I was listening to it, I was like, oh my gosh, this song is just amazing. And they, and they used it before, but they had this epic moment where like they used more instruments and stuff. And so, same thing. And so I was like, I have to look this up after the movie's over. And as soon as the movie ended, I was like, I had to look it up. I would have looked up during the movie. But that's just me. That is just you. Because I don't want to miss anything. I did take notes during yesterday yeah. in the theaters. You missed the part when Iron Man died. You were taking notes during Endgame. You were like, he died. <laughs> if only I missed the saddest part in the MCU universe. Death was way overdue, but sure. I don't understand that. Because <laughs> he's been around for 50 years and he's an, he's, but he's perfect but he Iron Man. Is, he is, excuse my French, badass. I'm offended. And he he did get stabbed by Thanos, but he used Should've his done. nanobots exactly. to it's like, heal it. Yeah, it's like, it's just, you it's can't die. Out. It is a compound. You get stabbed through the well, chest with a huge rod. Just I talked take to someone L, about this dude. and I, they said, well, well, how is Endgame going to happen without Iron Man? Iron Man's one of the first Avengers. Yeah, he should have died in Endgame. And he did, but it was... They you said he should have died in Infinity Wars. You're right. That's what you're saying. And so since he didn't, Endgame, he definitely should have died. He did die. I know. That's why I thought it was just like okay, finally. Whatever. I thought you said you liked the Iron Man movies. They're my favorite Marvel. Okay, movies. then why do you want him to die so quick? Because because realistically, it makes sense for him to die earlier because he's human. No, because it's like he's been top dog for like what ten years, and like to excel the story, Darth Vader had to die. 
Luke Skywalker had to turn to a forest ghost. The top dog has to pass the throne on to someone. And like after getting stabbed all the way through his body from Thanos. He did pass the throne once he died I to know. maybe Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> but like it wasn't said. It was like, finally! It wasn't like, oh, don't die. They it's kept like, them hey. alive to die at the right time like Harry Potter. See, they're just, stream- they're just making money, dog. I don't know. Maybe he, Harry maybe Potter realistically, he could have died earlier, but I didn't want him to die, so I'm glad he died. I just think it was very, it was very well due and overdue. So I wasn't sad at all. I was like, "Bout dang time," you know. Whatever, Jeremy. Then passing it on to a kid who doesn't want to be there. It's like, oh my gosh. So with with everything that happened, what do you think of of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as as a villain in general, like as an effective villain? I think he would be. I mean, Nightcrawler. He was a villain, right? He was I essentially I the villain. Seen that one. You didn't see Nightcrawler? It was on Netflix, and I didn't watch it. Oh, you should look. Okay, well, he was amazing as that. He was just a super creepy I guy. I watch movies, okay? Oh, you don't watch good ones. <laughs> I just watched Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Saving the internet. No, I, Break the I internet. want to watch or that. Breaking Break, the internet. Break, uh, Doing some of the internet. Yes, on the internet. <laughs> okay, so... So he was he's he can be a great villain. However, in this movie, for some reason, Marvel has some contract that says, Hey, new great big actor who's amazing, first of all, when you come into our movie, you're gonna have to suck, alright? Because with Tom Hardy, who's my second favorite actor of all time, he played Venom and he was just given a crap script and looked like crap directing. Because he was horrible in the movie. Sony. I was so impressed by how bad he was. Because he's a brilliant actor. And I was so impressed by how Jake Gyllenhaal was just so terrible. Because he's a brilliant actor. So for some reason, I don't know why they have to dumb down these powerhouse actors to like fit in with Tom Holland. It's like, are they trying to make Tom Holland look good? Duh. Like it's crazy. Spider Man, like, bro. But like, no, I mean, like acting wise, Jake Gyllenhaal like, is beneath him in this universe. But he's no, I'm saying acting wise, like. Well, I mean, of course, Jake Gyllenhaal is a better actor. Than he's him. amazing, and like, I don't know why. Put, put, he, it was just his putting a good actor so in a Marvel world is different. They're gonna put Salma Hayek in the Descendants or the Eternals. It's like gonna be like a new thing for Marvel. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be interesting, but. You just think that they shouldn't put him beneath Tom Holland. No, I'm saying he, Jake Gyllenhaal did terrible at acting. I'm pretty sure he was directing. Like, I feel like I want to believe that they're just saying, hey, um, what did you say? Well, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Hardy, like, you guys are going to have to not act well, okay? Because we can't act, there's no good acting in Marvel movies except Iron Man. You can have it at 100. We want it at a 20%. That's what I feel like they're doing. And it's like they want just this 20% acting across all of their films. But again, like Robert Downey Jr. was amazing. He's like the exception. Whereas like Evan, uh, Chris Evans is like cheesy Captain America. He's really cool though. Thor, is, I'm, I just can't handle Thor. Hulk, they just make him look dumb and weak now. And it's like... He's no strong mentally. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't believe in himself, so I don't think so. He is... One with Hulk and Ruffalo. But the worst parts of both. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. 
Anyways. So as far as him in this movie, he was terrible. You thought it was a bad villain? In this movie, yeah. I thought it was horrible. You know, I thought he did pretty. He wasn't like, intimidating I think he at played all. A, played a good, like he's a good actor. I think he played a good villain. Like when he started freaking out when they're so. When he started freaking out, he was yelling. That was really cool. With the people like, and he, oh, God, like that was really cool. Oh, at the end, yeah, towards the end, yeah. I thought it was made him look like that a good villain when he was kind of telling off his own people. So we didn't say, but. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, spoiler alert, is actually not a superhero. He's a villain. So he's a if you if you already got to this point. So he's a villain, <laughs> and he's it's it's all like the ex people of that work with Tony that used to yeah work that with Tony was cool that are teaming up against him, and they're using the Stark drones to create a virtual reality because Jake Gyllenhaal was the one who created that whole augmented reality. Right. When Tony was like talking to his dad before his dad passed away or that something. That was clever. And it's supposed to be to like. Is that on three? Um, yes, it's on three. Uh, it got, I rewatched three recently. Yeah, nice. it's on three. I believe it's on three. And so, and I guess Jake Schoenhall was the one who created that. And then he, Tony fired him because he's unstable, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you can see why he's unstable. So he teams up with all these different people to make it himself look like the best villain or best superhero. But they, I think Tom Holland catches on, right? Right. He's the one that catches on and finds out that he's like faking all of it because they found one of his, um, the drones, one of the drones oh, no. or like yeah, one the of the, one of the things that projects the, thing. yeah, that projects the virtual reality. Yes. And he finds out that he was faking the whole thing. Or else this whole time they went and went through it thinking it was real. Right. Which is crazy to, to think about that. Yeah, it's just some little so I think thing. he was like a like kind of like a like a good like mean like I think his whole like the whole story behind why he's a villain makes sense, you know? He, it it makes sense. It just wasn't very effect it wasn't executed. Like you've seen um No Country for Old Men, right? Greatest villain I've ever seen ever. Okay. In that movie. Because he's so good at looking at you. And write this down. And just making you poop your pants. Where Jake Gyllenhaal's like, I'm going to kill you. It's like, why can't they make it? Why can't they actually like put some thumb to the writing and like have him calm and just like evil and sinister and just like, dude, I'm going to kill you. Like, some, like something. I don't know. That's obviously cheesy. but matter? Because it's so you would have felt different acting. if it wasn't Jake Gyllenhaal, if it was like somebody else or what? No, it's the, the writing's terrible. I feel like he did the best with what the writing was, but the writing was just way too cheesy and predictable. It's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I kind of seen that before. Yeah, you know. You mean like the villain that like is trying to get back at their boss? And kind of- yeah, basically, and it's just predictable. It's like, hey, these are my evil companions. And then he's like, I'm so evil that I'm even going to take you guys out if you guys make me mad. And it's like, it just, lo- it just, it, they, it was executed in such a cheesy way. He should have had these like one-on-one intense conversations with these guys. Like, if you screw this up for me, like blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't that be cheesy too? No, because it would be more, it would create more tension than, I'm mad. I'm gonna kill everyone. It was just like it was. I don't know. It was so basic. Kind of out there. I just feel like he didn't have enough room to like act. 
It was more like, hey, why don't you just look over at this green screen and yell and, you know, like. Ah. Uh, yeah, basically. So, okay. So that's him on being a villain, right? Yeah, so what's who's your favorite Spider-Man? Tobey okay. Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, which may I add that I think in The Amazing Spider-Man 1. The gym scene with Flash is actually at my old high school, and they were filming there when I was there. Really? Yeah, I think it's the first one. But That's a, super cool. There's a gym scene, and then after they were done, they repeated Which high school? St. St. John Bosco High School. Wow. Yeah. Well, Ben Affleck was shooting at a school that I teach dance at. So. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Maybe I shouldn't You're just way cooler. You can spider man Philly from school. It's like, as cool as it gets. Um, so my favorite is Andrew Garfield. The best Spider-Man <clears throat> films are one through three. Because Andrew Garfield, he's like the one that's like most of. He's like a very, he's like very kind of a dick. Kind of. Tobey Maguire's nice, the nice guy, right? And then whoever walks Holland's on. like that spring chicken. Yeah, I like Andrew Garfield because he's a much better actor than Tobey Maguire. He's an amazing actor. So in that movie, like Hacksaw Ridge, he was good. He's amazing. That was yeah. really good. But like in Spider-Man, I love his relationship with Gwen Stacy. That awkward like Emma Stone. Yeah. Um, that awkward like if a conversation they had in, in the Amazing Spider-Man when he's like I trying to ask her out. I gotta rewatch them. Yeah. It's so funny. They're so relaxed. And you, you just root for them to be together. Also at the same time, they're actually dating in real life. Check out. Like, oh, yeah, they were dating in real life. Wow. For both of those movies. So it was like, oh, cool. you actually bathroom. like you actually like it's fun to kind of know that, yeah. Um, but like, I did not like Jimmy Fox as a villain at all. Um, oh, that, that was, was horrible. The and then one, right? that was in the second one, right? And then Osborne in the second one with his makeup and when he became evil. That My favorite horrible. Osborne was uh, James Franco. Yeah, that was great for sure. That's just because I like James Franco. But. Yeah. So why did you like the Spider-Man one, two, and three? Because the, the moves are the moves and the scenes are so iconic. Whereas like like the Doc Ock bank scene, like that that see that action sequence is so iconic. Whereas the, in like these the mom, ones, the ground, the yeah, and me taking her up, yeah. Whereas like these ones, like there's so much going on, like all the elements, like the fire element and um in in far from home and then there's the ferris wheel and then there's just it's just like this random part in venice around this kind of statue thing and there's no iconic moves there's no iconic lines there's no I like think they had to work harder in older movies for to pull those action well then they stuff succeeded like well no, i agree because of cgi or whatever i think they're taking they're using cgi too much and they're filling up the screen with so much data that you can't focus on the simplicity of this person is hitting this person in a cool way. I get what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's like, you know, dodging things, yeah. and throwing money bags away, you like feel it. It's like cool and the sound's cool and it's it's nice and simple. Whereas like Tom Holland or at least Spider-Man, CGI, whatever, in this film um, had some really cool like Spider-Man moves. But I think um, the first three, he had these, he had the choreography of, his movements was just so cool. 
I got like that when he was flying, the cool flips he did when he was flying. Whereas with Tom the, Holland, you're talking about um, Tobey Maguire. Okay, yeah. Like those, those that choreography of I, like. I think movie. certain people that I know that like the Tobey Maguire Spider Man One Two Three is because they liked that he's like adult, strong, action driven Spider Man. I mean, Tom Holland's strong, which I think uh, I I talked to my brother in law and some other people that like know movies and, and are, are the comics and he's a lot stronger and then he comes on. It's kind of like, and it's kind of like Captain Marvel is a lot stronger than they make her come on. That whole strength. Well, they made her look super strong. I mean, she just she's like super strong, but I think she Thanos. could have destroyed him. Scarlet Witch almost destroyed him. Well, apparently, um, comic-wise, Scarlet Witch is supposed to be like way more powerful than Thanos. Like, way more powerful than Thanos. I would have to look more into like the power dynamics between right. them, but um, I think a lot of some of, a lot of some of my friends like the first three because of the action and he's really strong and stuff like that. And it's then really good storytelling, I think. I I I actually recorded Spider Man two, three, Amazing Spider Man one and two, and I've already watched Homecoming, so I wanted to. I was, didn't. I wasn't able to watch it before, but I watch it now. I wanted to compare them, but what, from what I remember is like Andrew Garfield's kind of like. Kind of like the like really mean Tobey Maguire is like the nice guy, but he's like he's not mean to anyone. Who is he mean to? I don't know. It's just he's a I, loner. He's not I, mean to anyone. I just think of Spider Man as like this dorky guy. That's like I see Spider Man as how Tom Holland is, like his character. But I would. I mean, he is gonna grow up, you know. Right. So I don't. Know. I mean, you know he I mean? had, like, no funny lines in this movie, right? Holland? As far as, like, being Spider-Man. Whereas, like, in Civil War, he was all, like, witty and stuff. I guess. Which didn't make sense because there's no context. But, like, like in this one, it was just there was no, like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. Hey. Like Captain America shield. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's all the reason why they brought him. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would have to look more into the comics to, to really know, but, like, to really... No, but like I'm like I think Spider Man is kind of like, kind of has like, mean ish humor, and I think he is you know dork or like nerdy whatever, and socially awkward. Which I think Tom Holland's all of those things. I don't. I think Tom Holland is doing a pretty good job, but it's just I don't know. Just something's missing for me. I don't know what it is. I think I, they're they're writing him to be this kid who doesn't want to be a hero. It's like. There's a reason why you look up to the heroes. It's like they're heroes. They want to be heroes. That's why it's inspiring for like young boys to watch like like Iron Man and like Spider-Man. Like these are my heroes. Well, it's kind of like in a, into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. He decides I'm going to be this person that they see me as. Right. And then he jumps from the 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 Empire State Building or whatever and does yeah. a backflip and they play what a, what's up danger and it was a great scene. Uh and he accepts it, you know, and he's like confident about it. And I think, I think it's just Spider-Man working with Iron Man and trying to see growing up and figuring out what he needs to do. Like, I understand it, you know, like I understand why they're putting him through what he has to be put. Like through. they're making him really relatable. But yeah. the difference is, is the end result is so much more painful because it's like, he's this kid and it's like, I don't know. It's 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 hard. It's hard logic because again, 
after you fight Thanos, how are you just like, yeah, I kind of just want to be on the sidelines. Well, I mean, it's a lot to do all that stuff that he did, did and he wants to. But he, he when won- you're done fighting with superheroes and stuff, he wants to have something to like have after. It's kind of like Iron Man had his had pots and had his kid, you know. But I understand what you mean. Is like if he's gone through all this, then how does he not understand the importance of what's going on? Right, especially when Jake Gyllenhaal is like, "Hey, these things are going to destroy your world. These they destroy, destroy your world. Mine. Okay, peace." Let me know how it turns out. Yeah, it's like okay, I'm gonna tell her how I feel, and you hope you have, you hope you succeed. But I think he should. He deserves to have a normal life. Sure, but But, you know, great power. Wire figure out how to do it though, right? Yeah, but he was with MJ, and we have to watch it again. I have to watch it again. Andrew Garfield was like super messy with the the relationship. She died. The second one, but the whole second movie, they were on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off, and it was like this crazy thing. But real quick, speaking about the humor, um, I think Andrew Garfield's humor is the funniest. Because Tobey Maguire wasn't really funny as Spider-Man. Tom Holland is only funny as Spider-Man. And then Andrew Garfield, I think his humor is just the most creative, the most witty. Mm -hmm. Um, So did your opinions use change going into this movie? versus Like when you went in, you said you had higher hopes. Yeah, I thought it was going to be way better. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be like a – I thought it was going to be like a 6.5. And it ended up being a one. You mean my rating? Yeah. <laughs> and it being a one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Okay, so how do you feel about the ending? Like the post-credits ending, I would say. Because it's pretty straightforward. Jake Gyllenhaal dies, which I hope he doesn't actually die. I hope that was all on hologram. Because I just wanted to see him more in this universe. So how do you... Uh... You mean the ending where it's Jake Gyllenhaal filmed him and made Spider-Man look like... The villain. He, the villain, and he told everybody Spider-Man is really Peter Parker. Right. I, thought that, I didn't, I did not expect that. I did not expect that and, either. And I don't know what that's going to lead up into. That's going to be crazy. I think that's the first time there's been like a worldwide, everybody knows who Spider-Man is. Right. None of the other ones I don't remember. Or really. any hero, right? I mean, I mean, because yeah, everyone was very I'm, transparent. I'm, I'm wondering what's the purpose of he was the only one hiding his identity. I'm wondering what Tony the... Stark said. I am Iron Man. Sorry. Oh, I, I guess there is that is someone that. Oh yeah. Out with being a superhero is, is Iron Man. And he's not worried about it, but that uh, that tailors to his personality, right? Too. Um, Wait, I, I thought it was kind of dumb. I, I mean, I thought it was not dumb. It was I mean, so I guess it, I'm not really explaining it to. It was unexpected and it made me think. Okay, so what do they plan to do now that he everybody knows who he is? Right. How's that going to affect him, and how is that going to help him, and then how is that going to lead into what's next? Right. Um, it, for me, yeah. for me, it was like when I saw it, I was like, okay, it was the same. It was like when, when Tony Stark died. It was like okay, something to advance the plot, right? So for me, it was like cool. You introduce a villain, he dies in the same movie. Quill that didn't advance the plot at all. But like, cool. We have this huge critical moment that's going to change Spider Man forever. Right, as far as the Tom Holland Spider-Man, so the fact that his identity is out and now he's framed to be the bad guy, it's like it's gonna make it harder on him. Exactly. So it's like, cool. We advanced the plot. We put him in a sticky situation, no pun intended, and like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, we see what he does with it. We see what Nick Fury says about it, and then 
Oh yeah, and then there's the whole Nick Fury thing. He was a hologram, and there were aliens that were oh, okay. not hologram. You didn't he watch, was uh, they were shape shifting. You didn't watch Captain Marvel, did you? No. Okay, so those aliens are depicted as the bad guys in Captain Marvel, but they're oh, okay. actually not. And Captain Marvel helps them find a new planet, and I guess Nick Fury is on a ship with them, right? And they're trying to solve the situation, I guess, without him. And it didn't really work out too well. So they're all, they're Kree. Or, no, it's not, oh, I forgot what they're called. I think it's called Kree. But. So that was interesting. So he was, well, they were doing all the work for him. I don't know. Logically, it's like, I don't understand that. Because Samuel Jackson would have had to fill them in on everything. And then had to show them how to run the operation because they weren't a hologram, they were just shapeshifters. So obviously Samuel L. Jackson was probably giving talking to them on what what to say. So I guess that explains that a little bit. But it was just it was a lot. I mean, they saved it all at the end. I wish they would have pieced together during the movie. Hey, this is Peter Parker. Hey, he's a villain. At the end, the Sam Jackson thing. But they did every. They made it worthwhile for the last minute after the credits, like. They should have put that stuff in the movie to make it a lot more interesting, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anything else, man? I mean, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm taking a look right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, there's a... The starts, or I, I believe, if I'm understanding correctly, this the starts phase four of Marvel... Uh, I believe Sam's going to be like the new Captain America, and mm-hmm. then everybody's going to be. Which like I'm pretty new. cool with about it. I think it's going to be, be interesting. Cool. They're going to keep it going, and then now they have X Men, so they can they can mix the mutants with you know everything. So they have new mutants coming out in April of 2020. Black Widow movie coming out. Eternals, Black Panther two, Guardians of the Galaxy three, it's Doctor Strange two, which I like. Doctor Strange It's pretty good. Enter the Spider-Verse 2, a spinoff for uh, Gwen Stacy, Spider-Verse, Venom 2, good luck with that. True that. Uh, Morbus, Logan spinoff with the daughter. See? That's going to be cool. So there's a, uh, and then there's one more, Miss Marvel, she's a Muslim superhero. So they have a... They have a quite a quite a lot of movies coming out. Black Panther should be interesting, or not Black Panther. I mean, uh, uh, Black Widow. They've been wanting to do that movie for a while, and it hasn't really worked out. So right. We'll see where the cinematic or where the Marvel universe leads. But hope they dig themselves out of uh, this Tom Holland hole. Just say that. I'm excited yeah. for it. As long as you have like Doctor Strange in there, Guardians in there, um, Iron Man comes back. Hulk. Might come back. Iron Man comes back. Sorry, uh, who was I thinking of? Ant Man. They're making another Ant Man. I think. I've Iron Man has definitely grown on me. I really? thought the first one I was like, this is the worst movie in the MCU, and then Homecoming came out, and I was like, nope. And then this one came out, and I was like, nope. You prefer <laughs> Ant to Spider Man? I highly prefer Ant Man to Tom Holland Spider Man movies. Oh boy. By far, that says a lot. I understand. That says a lot. I don't really like Ant Man, so. I didn't either, but I like Paul Rudd. He's funny. Yeah, I love he's a funny guy. But I mean, I just I didn't really like the movies like I would have. Have you seen him more than once? 
Um, see the some first. Of them. See the okay. Well, I hated the first one. When I saw the first one again, I went into it. Okay, this isn't a cool action film. This is a funny Paul Rudd filler movie. And when I looked at it in those lens, <laughs> when I looked at it in those lens, it was like, okay, I can really enjoy this movie. And the second one came out, and I was like, well, that's right. If I were to watch it again, I'd probably think, yeah. Like what, Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see where things go, but um, I really, I mean, I wouldn't put this one on the top of my Spider-Man movies. Um, I wouldn't. I would say I actually think Tom Holland's trying and doing a pretty good job, but let's see. I believe there's going to be one more movie in his series. Um, So let's see how he does on this last one and see if it really gives us what we need. Right. Okay, real quick, what's your ranking for the Spider-Man movies? Oh, the ranking. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you haven't. Uh, well, you said you have to rewatch them. I haven't them. rewatched them, but I think I would put Spider-Man one, two, and three, and then <laughs> probably then Amazing Spider-Mans, and then and then Far From Home, and then Homecoming. Homecoming would be the bottom, even though Michael Keaton is a really good actor. What about you? I told you. Oh, oh you well, I didn't really rank it, rank it. You didn't rank it. I just you gave it. Say that one, two, and three are your favorites. Well, I said okay. So favorite, probably two than one. Two had a lot of problems, but I, there were just so many great moments in two. Doc Ock. Okay. Um, no, I meant Amazing Spider-Man two. Oh, okay. As far as favorites, again, I don't think those are the best, but those are my favorites. Okay. I think Star Wars two is my favorite, but I think that's one of the worst ones. So. You know, favorite versus best. Um, so probably in Spider-Man 2 and then Spider-Man 2 and then 1 and then maybe Amazing Spider-Man 1 and then Spider-Man 3 and then Homecoming and then this one. Well, I don't know because I like to show them. Gosh, dang it. It's, You're going to have to put like Far From Home before. You maybe just because I can no, at least cool. at least I can watch Jake Gyllenhaal. I think it's a worse movie, but at least I can like watch my favorite actor. You know, he's your favorite actor. He's my favorite actor, man. He's amazing. I would say right now my favorite actor, actor is uh, James McAvoy. He's been doing pretty well. He's, he's great, good in everything. That he's, he's gonna be in it too. That's gonna be good. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for that one. That. You can see that. I'm excited yeah. for that one. I saw the first one. First so one was cool. See the second one. I'm excited for that one because really you have Bill Hader this one. Bill Hader, oh, yeah, our Barry man. Barry. Dude. Where's Barry at? Next March. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. March. All right, yeah. So follow us on Instagram. Bold, beautiful movie talk. Same thing as always. Um, best way to contact us is there. Uh, other than that, we are recording on the Anchor app. Thank you, Anchor, for not crashing this time. We crashed a few times. Not as bad as uh, before. <laughs> but we're very happy that you distribute for us. Yes. And- and they're I very, learned how to use the reload button. I was looking on their Instagram, and they're very helpful into, like, podcasting 101 and ha- helping others to podcast. So it's really cool. And, yeah. That's it, huh? All right. Hope uh, hope you guys enjoyed the movie, because I'd rather not have everyone hate the movie. I'd at least want people to enjoy it. I mean, you should see it if you like the Marvel movies. I think it's... Well, you have to tell see us, it. Tell us what you think, because... Jeremy gives it a one. I give it like a six. Yeah, after hearing so I what I D, say, he gives it an F. But it's just I'm not saying I hate it, but I hate it. Right? Not, I don't hate <laughs> well, it. It just it's not. It doesn't hit me 
as hard. I would say, like, for as me, like, end, out of the Marvel movies, Endgame's actually, it's funny to give it a three. Endgame would be, like, probably one of my top three. Mm-hmm. And that's probably because of the emotional, like, pull I have on That on one Iron scene. Man. Iron yeah. Man. <laughs> that one scene. <laughs> the one scene brought it to the top of your list. Got it. With that being said, ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now.